0: Hey guys, welcome back to Forgotten Heroes. Welcome to episode 21. My name is Chris, and I am here with the Encyclopedia of Knowledge, all things comics, books, my friend, Zach.
1: What's up?
0: It's the boy. The Encyclopedia himself in human form. (laughs) You know know Brown's Encyclopedia? This is the guy. If it has to do with comic books, it's him. So, (laughs) today... We're going to take a little bit of a different approach. We're going to be talking about multiple characters, but we're going to be talking about a consistent team within the DC Universe that is the Justice League. And before we jump into everything, we got to include the disclaimer that, once again, we're talking about comic books. And especially in this episode, we are talking about the multiverse, especially within the DC Universe. Um, So there are infinite timelines, there are infinite Earths, there are positive Earths, negative Earths, so it gives you a decent amount of variation. So we're not just following one linear storyline or sticking to one Earth, especially within this episode because there are a couple Justice League teams in here where we have multiple members from multiple different Earths converging in one team for whatever reason. And we'll get into that when we get into the teams themselves, but keep that in mind um we're gonna try to hit the characters and some of the important events within the teams because once again these are teams so they usually have a lot to deal with um there's a couple teams that we'll hit at the end a couple leagues that we'll hit at the end i guess i should say that uh have some relatively new appearances so we don't have a whole lot of information but we will share with you what we know um and without that i think it is kind of the best place to start so we start with OG Justice League, who yep, the of course OG- is Earth Prime, and take us away, Zach. Introduce us to the OG Justice League <laughs> that we all grew up with and love and care for and watched when we were sick or when we were skipping a day of school.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you said skipping a day of school because <laughs> let's be honest, we've all done that. If so- uh, yeah, you I
0: know, whether it's Justice League or Halo Three, I was there. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. <laughs>
1: I believe it. I believe it. So, I also want to say that the... For DC, their multiverse works that every Earth is its own thing. Like, its own physical planet. Especially because they mapped it out. Like, there's a map of the multiverse for DC. And every, every Earth has their own timeline. And if you try to go back in time in that Earth to change it, you then replace the earth present that should exist so ba- yeah. perfect example a quick example barry barry allen did flashpoint well now you chain you got rid of earth prime before new 52 and it got replaced with the new 52 stuff so that is a perfect example of how dc's multiverse and timelines work marvel is a whole different thing and we're going to talk about it in marvel time But Justice League. OG, the big guys that you always think about when you think of DC. You know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, uh, at least a Green Lantern, but the founding members for the current group was Hal Jordan and Cyborg, which up until New 52, he was normally seen as like one of the Teen Titans. He was a Titan. They uh, He upgraded his status, let's say. And then even, ever since New 52, which is kind of what the current story has been going off of, even though they did a slight new reboot, we're not going to get into that fully yet, um, they've had multi- many members, you know, Aquaman, Shazam, a bunch of different Green Lanterns, sometimes just the one, sometimes two of them. You know, they actually had Captain Cold and Lex Luthor, who are primarily villains. But they had them yeah. as members because they were the two. Those two guys are trying to do better. Suffice to say, comic books there's a status quo. Once you establish it, you can't. It's hard to break it. So they went back to the status quo. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: especially with the, all the the weird ethical gray matter that Lex Luthor especially brings to the team.
1: Oh yeah, he's because he you know I liked him as a hero, but I think he does better as a villain especially because after oh, yeah. after his leave of the justice league and a change in the superman continuity he was going around with his own suit with his own suit that had the superman s which i'm like okay i see what you're going for but no <laughs> like, yeah he no.
0: loves to do that he loves to create his own versions of other leaguers costumes and Call himself a superhero. <laughs> he loves right. to do and, that.
1: Yeah, and he's even made different. Uh, he's made his own teams, primarily the Injustice League. When you think about him, or the Legion of Doom. But they, mm-hmm. and also the Justice League, has tons of reserve members. Like almost any superhero you can think of, there are most likely a reserve member for the league. You know, like the members of the Titans, the Teen Titans, like Blue Beetle. Um, Adam Strange, who's not always on the planet, you know, you know yeah. so many people are reserve members. And but the current incarnation with that started out in new 52, their origin, they came together to fight an evasion of, from Darkseid and the Apocaly and the Apocalyptians. Apocalypse, mm-hmm. Apocalyptians, I think that's the right word. Apocalyptians is probably the right word. But, yeah, check out last
0: I, episode when we definitely spoke it correctly.
1: <laughs> I'm sure we didn't do it either. Um, I hope we did. I hope I, we I'm, did. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure we've said it many ways, and we're just like one of those is correct. Dark side,
0: dark seed. Here we go. Oh, this all no. over again. Gosh.
1: Don't, don't Rache, Ra's, Al Ghul me. Come on. Um, <laughs> so like, and and then the just like you know just kept expanding. They fought so many different people. They fought you know the Legion of Doom. Brainiac, the crime syndicate, came over from their Earth for whatever reason. They got bored, I guess. I'm kidding. Their their universe got wiped out. But, you know, they fought the Anti-Monitor at least, to my knowledge, three times. Technically four. At
0: least, yeah. At least. He's pretty involved with the League.
1: Yep. Uh, The Dark Multiverse invading... You know, the mm-hmm. Dark Knights, the Batman Who Laughs, Barbados, which is a very silly name to say, because especially when you see it written, you want to say Barbados, and it's it's like, no, you have to say Barbados because Bat-theme, and I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, yeah. they fought, they've even fought the creator of everything, Perpetua. If you've ever seen the Justice League Unlimited show, or even the Justice League show, or whatever, whenever they do time travel, and there's usually... The dawn of creation is a hand like holding like a a, a galaxy in their ha- in it and then it closes and then it exp- it does the big bang. Apparently that was Perpetua, but you know you go back and you look at it, it's like eh, that doesn't look like her hand because her hand is like you know a bit longer fingered, but it's her. And it's like okay, well you fought mm-hmm. the creator of everything for you. I Whatever, cool, awesome. That just shows you also just how inspirational, how powerful they are. Even it's so inspirational. That the team has literally through through the dawn of time will and has influenced other teams. I, we're not going to oh, mention yeah. these people, but somebody I want to, like a, a group that I want to mention, just an honorable mention the Justice League Alpha, or the Justice Legion yeah. Alpha. Like they exist in the 800s, eight, literally the 830 something century. You know, and then it got, to, it got to the point that they don't just protect Earth or even a little bit of like the the universe is like no, they protect the solar system because each one of them's from a different planet in the solar system, and then they go out and do other stuff too. But it just shows you like doesn't matter what era you're talking about, there is a Justice League.
0: Yeah, they're 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 really inspirational and sort of sprawling not only in the scope of sort of the villains that they take on, just like the base OG Justice League, but also. Yeah, like Zach said, within the influences and stuff like that, and um, usually from the Justice League, um, because they are so inspirational, they have in some senses a separate branch that will deal with different type of threats. And of course, I am speaking about Justice League Dark. So this is a branch once again of the Justice League that is dedicated specifically to dealing with supernatural threats. So we're talking vampires, ghouls, ghosts, goblins, gargoyles, all that good stuff. You know, that the, the 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 cryptid's dream, if you will. So um, founding members of Justice League Dark were Deadman, John Constantine, Madam Xanadu, if I'm saying that correctly, Shade yep. the Changing Man, Zatana as well. Um, but currently the members are Constantine, Detective Chip, Ragman, Etragon and Zaitana as well. Um, so once again, Etrigan, Etrigan.
1: Etrogan. Yeah, it's it's a little Here weird. Here we go. If you, <laughs> this all like, over again. That's Oh my gosh. It, listen, it's it's weird. It's not. I wouldn't say it's not, it's not really like the Raizel Ghoul argument because that because both of those are correct. But Etrogan, yeah. it's supposed to rhyme a bit with the with a. It's supposed to go with a rhyme. You know, mm. so the, the oh, rhyme. right, yeah. Gone, gone, the form of man, arise the demon Etrigan. Even even there have been other yeah. stories where where his host on Earth isn't even a, a human. So and they, it was, this was kind of a more recent incarnation for Future State with Detective Chimp. He had to say, gone, gone, the form, gone, gone, the simian, arise the demon yeah. Etrigan. So it's like, all right, Etrigan has to rhyme with man. That's usually how people remember to pronounce it, but even still, it's usually however you hear it, that's correct as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. Your own sort of inflection and understanding—that's a good way to to put it. Yeah, I
1: didn't want to. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for coming in there with the um actually moment.
0: (laughs) No, you're good. Like honestly, I'd rather have the information be correct because we're presenting this to people than you know have us be stupid or only show one side of it because there's so many different sides of each character and pronunciations and. Multiverse and space magic and yay, you know, all that good stuff. Um, So just sort of quick rundown of the characters. Um, If you're not familiar, just because Justice League Dark has a host of sort of like interesting characters. Um, Dead Man is a sort of ghost who is not inhabiting a physical body. Um, He can fly. He can possess other people to a certain extent. If they have a strong enough mental fortitude, they can kick him out of his body. Um, So he has a little bit of that supernatural element as well. Most of them do. Um, John Constantine himself is, I guess you could call him a sorcerer. Um, He sort of relies on spell books and an understanding of hell and a balance between heaven and hell and the realities in between. Sort of the same thing with Zatanna, um, except Zatanna has a little bit more fluidity in her powers. She can speak the spells backwards and get a little bit of a different result. Um, And her powers are a little bit more encompassing versus Constantine is a little bit more focused. Um, Detective Champ is just that. He's the Simeon who is hyper intelligent and he possesses a sword that allows him to open dimension portals um, so that they can travel to different places and sort of aid in the supernatural threats. Um, Ragman himself is a owner of a I believe it's a thrift shop. Um, called Mm -hmm. Rags and Riches, and he moonlights as Ragman, um, and a lot of his powers are sort of based in his suit. Um, And Etrigan Etrigan is a servant of Satan um, and sort of comes directly from hell, but has a little bit of more of a good imbuement and has been known to help out the Justice League Dark from time to time. So that's a nice quick little rundown what you're dealing with there um at least for the current model when you're talking about shade the changing man he has a little bit more fluidity due to his character hence the changing man sort of aspect um but yeah justice league dark was initially formed um because there was a future that was seen by madame zandu um that only the justice league dark could prevent you know reluctantly they didn't really want to team up, and they only really ended up meeting fully during a battle in Enchantress. Um, after winning, they ended up disbanded. You know, this is like a one-time thing, one-night stand, we're not going to call each other ever again type thing. Um, it didn't work out that way, <laughs> as, we're, yeah, as we're very happy that it did. Um, because after that, Constantine and Zatanna and Deadman kept having horrible, horrible nightmares of this future that Madame Xanadu um, foresaw. And so they came to her for answers, and she convinced them to reluctantly form the Justice League Dark. Um, they've been known to battle uh, vampires, demons, uh, vampires specifically. They've battled Cain, known as the Sire of Vampires at the very least, within the DC comic book universe. Um, and usually there's some sort of mystical solution to their problems, things usually end in kind of a different way than you inspect which is why i kind of like the justice league dark so much is that because you know more often than not with supernatural threats and magic there are so many doors and therefore it allows for so many options so you get some really really cool narratives out of it um swap man has also been known to join the team from time to time um who is a great character Um, and personally don't want to get too off track here. Love his cameo in the deceased universe when he meets John Constantine. Um, great panel, great, great, great panel. Um, but yeah, Justice League Dark sort of focuses more on the mystical sort of aspects, the things that are not entirely physical. Um, and once again, just because they're a branch of the league itself, some leaguers have been known to join them from time to time, specifically Batman, um, I think it, it's fair to say that he has the most cameos within Justice League Dark, and I think that comes to his sort of intellectual nature and just the fact that he's so effective. And as soon as you get Batman in sort of a supernatural state, you get some really cool plot points. So he's he's really easy to sort of throw in there, especially with that heavy dousing of plot armor. It really helps him out with the supernatural threats. Um, he's been known when he's joined Justice League Dark to scare off Spirits of the Dead, just because he's evaded death so many times. So mm-hmm. you get a very sort of interesting iteration of Batman. He's still Batman. It's not a different version of Batman. I want to make that clear. You still get, you know, OG Batman within Justice League Dark, but you get a little bit of humor, some interesting plot points, and some yeah. cool little tidbits of information about his character and the characters around him within that team. So, yeah, I I, I love Justice League Dark. It's so cool. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those... Things where a lot of the times it's written off as, oh, you know, this spell was just said backwards and so therefore we got to fixed it type thing. So sometimes it can be as simple as that. Other times it can be just as complicated as their perceived enemy beheading someone else and becoming a good guy or that enemy getting beheaded, things of that nature. You know, not a lot of beheadings, but there are a few at the very least because we're dark. We're just as dark. It's like <laughs> supernatural and the magic. Yeah very dark and edgy you know so if you're yeah. in your teen years highly recommend Justice League Dark i think you'll <laughs>
1: love it <laughs> i like that one. if now i like see it's very funny because the the i like this incarnation cuz this Justice League Dark by the way if we go back when we go back and forth you know we kind of get we get you know cuz well i know a whole lot of stuff putting it on paper is easier for us to keep track but so Chris you did a really good job with that group I do also want to mention and no faults on you cuz you did amazing Thanks, man. That, I really like yeah. the
0: Justice League Dark they're just like I personally one of my favorites too so a lot of it was memory
1: they're definitely slept on this squad is definitely one that that gets slept Hardcore. on you know people yeah,
0: yeah for sure yeah
1: the and it was really good that you mentioned the first formation for new 52 and onward Mm -hmm. because the second one was almost just as good. They, Oh yeah. What they, it was in a story called just League no justice, which was after they broke the source wall, which I know we've spoken about before. If you don't know what the source wall is, it's just a barrier between the different earths and the, and the multiverse to protect them, to keep, it's a lot of those people that are on the Source Wall. They're all prisoners because they're like they're big and bad and whatever. But when the Justice League broke it due to fighting the Dark Multiverse, there were these Titans, these big beings that came out, and you know they all represented like entropy, wisdom, wonder, you know, and the um, uh, mystery. A lot of heroes and villains had to break off into these groups and on the, the the wonder side for um okay so the the mystery right the mystery wonder those are 2 those they're two titans and they had different they had different justice league groups to to fight them and wonder woman was primarily with the group that was the magical group and everyone was like why is wonder woman part of you're not that magical and then surprise she is due to being um being uh blessed blessed you can say blessed cursed if you want to by hecate by the goddess of magic so she formed the 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 justice league dark because she's like magic is changing something's going on here after we beat the titans (laughs) and they had so she reformed the justice league dark with zatanna and swamp thing and um you know detective chip but then they also got like Constantine every now and again. They also got Man Bat, Kurt Langstrom, which I thought was really funny for me because I'm like, he's not magic, what? But hey, he's fighting He wanted redemption and from all the, all the stuff he's did as Man Bat. Um, and they've they've had to fight, you know, Hecate herself. They had to fight the other kind, which are like perfect example is magic has two sides like everything has two sides so hecate was born from the light the good side of magic the uh the other kind is born from the dark side of the magic and one of their primarily their enemies was the upside down man who is just that he's wherever you see, they see him he's a man who's upside he who literally is walking on the ceiling he's walking upside down he's got no eyes he's got a mouth where his eyes would be if you flipped him normally and it's atomically correct which is gross for me but yeah like yeah, i dude. said it's very weird but this this group is so slept on and i don't i don't like it because they did new 52 justice league dark and then it got canceled and then they do it again and then i'm like where's more give me more i want more
0: yeah we want more justice league dark it's so
1: cool like, these guys fought the Lords of Order and became Lords of Chaos themselves briefly. I'm like, what the what?
0: Yeah, they get some really cool sort of uh, titles just based on the stuff that they deal with. You know, they get access to the Black Room, which is like a big collection of like mystical items at some point. And yeah, it's it's you. There's so many cool things that you just get just from one of their arcs. So they're definitely 100 percent worth the read for the shockingly few amount of material for them that there is out there, unfortunately, but
1: yeah, red team, red team, such a red team. And, and and it's also, it's really good for me. I feel like it's really good, especially when they threw Wonder Woman on there. I'm like, yeah. yes, because she's so for the longest time was like, what team is she on? Justice League. And that's it. Yeah. It's, it's like, put it with another group of people. I want to see her like work with them she's part of the trinity she's part of the justice league now she leads Uh justice league dark and is blessed and is cursed blessed whatever you want to say it by the goddess of magic herself heck yeah i mean i know when we did the wonder woman episode i mentioned there was a a dark a dark multiverse storyline where she was she was in she was the host of hecate but you know and so she was marked like earlier probably like pre-crisis post-crisis pre-new 52 whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it's pre-new mm-hmm. 52 because it was after a crisis but then that was it and then it was like all right we're done it's like what and now they took that curse and they twisted it they're like no well yes we're doing it again but here's what's different you have to deal yeah. with these other guys and i'm like yeah this is so it's so awesome and i do really hope that they give they do more especially with this infinite frontier new mm-hmm. stuff they're doing yeah, it,
0: it brings up a lot of really interesting options i i honestly it's going to be such a letdown if they don't act on justice league dark within the new frontier like you you have to you got to bridge the gap you got to bring them in there like with it just like with the nature of it we could take so much and get so many cool things out of it so i i really hope that they act on it i'm with you there
1: i know i really i really love I just, I just like it's so, you know what it is. I feel like it's slipped on because they have their Vertigo stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah. the, but the Justice League Dark could be that middle between the, DC, the normal DC stuff and the Vertigo, like magical side that normally stays. Like, do I want them to interact with Lucifer Morningstar? I doubt it. I, I doubt that's gonna happen. But you yeah. could do stuff with like, Morphe... with, with the, the Endless and the Sandman. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, the House of House of Mystery and stuff like Mm -hmm. the Book of Magic. Like, give me like let them interact. But yeah, they don't. they'd like to keep them separate for whatever reason.
0: I like to think (laughs) secretly that for all these years they've been planning some giant event that is just going to make us go crazy. I hope so. That would be great. But I I can I
1: can dream. (laughs) (laughs) I can. Listen, that's all we can do sometimes, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, a dream. But you know, summed up all together, Justice League Dark. They are a wonder. They are beautiful. We love them very much.
1: Yeah, and it, they are a wonder. And you know what? I'm so glad you said that because it brings us to another incarnation of the Justice League. And it's not. They're not called the Justice League. The Justice Society. They're called the Wonders of the World. And that world is Earth Two, New Fifty Two, Earth Two. Mm-hmm. And that group is—it's with the new 52. It was like, hey, we're bringing back the Justice Society, but we're gonna—but we're not making them back fully the way you remember them, which I thought was good. People did not really like it, and I get it. You know, they liked it the yeah. way they originally had it, but they was—I I can understand was. wanting
0: to keep it, but yeah, I—I—I I, I, I fully appreciate new, fresh outlooks, and especially refreshers, especially with team arcs. Because you can get so many different iterations just from a team by itself, that a lot of the times storylines and narratives and plot points and even characters will blend together. So when you get a refresher like this with the new Fifty Two Earth Two, it just it's it's like a blank check, you know? Like we have knowledge of the past, but at the same time you're bringing them together in a way that's unfamiliar, and it just makes it that just more exciting.
1: Yeah, and you know what? And I and I do really like Disintegration. And this, and I know we mentioned this, I believe in our Wonder Woman and our Batman and our Superman episodes, but mm-hmm. they they were the original Trinity of the wonders, and then they had to they were fighting an invasion from Steppenwolf, you know he tried to invade this Earth for Darkseid, they beat him back, but it but it cost them their lives, you know Wonder Woman, yeah. I mean Wonder Woman didn't die, but she was. Basically, I don't, I don't know if it's fully explained if that's her, if you know, she gave birth to 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 Donna, to to Fury, or they just made the DNA. I'm not sure. I don't really want them to get into it because either way, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. Superman, yeah, yeah, Superman got taken. Batman was killed. You know, Mm. so they, so Earth Two didn't have any wonders, and then all of a sudden, it's like we need a new era. Okay, Mercury, the god of Speed and the master of the gods, the god of speed, you know, crashes to earth to John to Jay Garrick, gives him the power. So, this is like again, this is a flash, but he's not connected, he's not fully connected to speed force like Barry, but he's not like the OG Jay Garrick was when he first got his speed. It's like, no, he's got the powers of the gods. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty cool. I like that. You got Alan Scott, Green Lantern, not given powers by a ring from space. Powered by will, but from the heart- from the heart of planet earth itself he's he was on this earth he is the avatar of the green normally when you think of the avatar of the green that's swamp thing, but on earth too, it's Alan Scott, which is awesome. I wish it didn't happen on with a plate with a train crash and he lost his his fiance but I mean he sees him later, but not in the best circumstance but eh. Comic books. What are you gonna
0: do? You know, you win some, I, yeah. you lose some. You get you get the heart of Earth, but at the same time, you gotta lose your fiance. You know, as far as the cosmic scales go, balanced perfectly. You know. Yeah,
1: comic book. <laughs> yeah, com- perfectly balanced comic book. I don't know, it's <laughs> up in here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. So you know, and then they actually had Hot Girl. They had surprisingly, they had another Batman. They had uh, mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne. I know we mentioned that. That was weird. Didn't really make sense to me, but I hey. Sometimes when you read comics, you just gotta go for the ride. You know they had welcome welcome to the
0: team Tom.
1: Yeah okay yeah here's your granddaughter Huntress. (laughs) What? Um yeah by the way here's your granddaughter Helena Wayne. Um you know they've had Superwoman. They even got a new Superman which, and I want to say this, when the rumors are going around that Michael B Jordan could be Superman in the DC. The DCEU, oh, please. please. This is who he would—they would probably p- make him play. Yeah. Another Kryptonian, but this one was named Val Zod. When you think about Val mm-hmm. Zod, you normally think of you know Neil before Zod. No, this guy was not that. This guy was, and I know I mentioned him on the Superman episode. He was a bit of an agoraphobe because he, you know, when he came to Earth, he didn't really go outside. But then once he did. He's like, "Oh my god, this is awesome." And yes, he's a Zod, he's not a he's not an L. But guess what? Who cares? This Earth needed a yeah. Superman. You got Superman. They technically had Superwoman or Supergirl. She was kind of going by Power Girl at this time. So, eh, whatever. But you know, you still need small a Kryptonian.
0: Yeah, small small degrees of separation, but still a very interesting team nonetheless.
1: Yeah, and then this team expand, you know, they they fought they fought back another invasion of Darkseid. They didn't really win, unfortunately. Spoilers. Uh, uh, they got a new Earth at some point. Uh-huh. Still a little iffy on how the hell how the heck that worked, but you go read the story, you know, we'll discuss it. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you know And then they've expanded to like Aqua Woman, Accountable, which is Jimmy Olsen with superpowers. Again, they're just kind of going they're doing whatever they want you know they had red tornado which was which had the the mind of Lois Lane because I believe she lost her life during the first invasion so her mm-hmm. father's like her father the general is like put her in a robot I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> make her live forever sure why not you know and then they got like robin John yeah. Grayson bat they had Batman Batman night uh dick Grayson you know this team this team again is such a slept on team they've had they've had adam smasher they've had steel Mm -hmm. like this i've did i i've read all new 52 uh earth 2 stuff i read i read another story where they were dealing with uh the multiverse kind of like this i was so upset that they did not continue this this whole story i love this this was awesome but again So it all comes down to sales. So did did a few thousand million or a million people like it? Yeah, but it's not getting as much sales. They wanted to so cancel. Like all right, whatever. I get it. But this team is again such a slept on team. Mm hmm. You can find the
0: iterations, check them out, take them home, hold on to them because they are worth the read.
1: Yeah, they've had they're fury like Wonder Woman's half. Amazonian half-apocalyptian daughter. Like, yeah.
0: yeah? Oh, so cool. Oh
1: so my god. Cool. So cool. It's awesome. We I, just I, need I, to
0: it, see these characters involved in other verses. That way at the right. very least we can get some type of satisfaction. Just, you know, just give us just a little bit more space magic just so we can see more. Just, just a little bit more. Please, TC. Yeah. It would be but so like,
1: cool. I, I love it. and I, And it's, it's just so awesome. But... This, but also, if you think about it, these guys lost their Earth, right? They lost their Earth to Darkseid. They got a new one. That just they like like what? They mm-hmm.
0: okay, went like, to the, you know local Sam's Club, local Stop and Shop, local just
1: Sam's, picked yeah. up a new guy. Just New Earth, but like it is just. But it all it's like okay, well yeah. The the good guys lost. Guess what? They won out in the end. It, again, Yes. Yeah. New Wonders of the World, Earth Two. Like read them. It was, it's the story is just so good. Even even like the way they get there, another Earth. It, a little silly, in my opinion. A little hand wavy, but hey, it was you're
0: gonna pretty dang good. You're of. gonna run into that. Yeah. Still pretty, pretty, pretty good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Plus, and, they don't have to worry about the multiverse being in trouble because there's a there's a whole other team for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Justice Incarnate. They are just. It's like so. It's just you know. It's like every world's got a Justice League. All right. What if you have a problem that deals with the multiverse that's beyond the scope of one Justice League team? That's when these guys get called in. You know, they. They try to have their team composed of, um, of of members from different different Earths. They they do, but you don't obviously see them all, which is fine. It's actually pretty mm-hmm. – I feel like it's pretty good that they don't have them all. That's shown every time. Cause yeah, it would, just be, it, it, it would, it would take, take away, away from reason. it a
0: little bit. I feel like it, it, it would be a lot. It would be like a giant crossover event every single issue, and that would yeah. probably be a bit too
1: much it would and you know what it's better that they have it the way that they have it so the justice incarnate they they don't show up a whole lot but mm-hmm. they're still pretty dang cool if you think about it so and they you know, don't
0: show up a lot because they they show up when the threat is like cosmically serious right you know and zach then, had a really good analogy when we were talking about them earlier that like more often than not they deal with the threats that like the regular leaguers would like blink and everybody would be dead type thing. Like that's where the Justice Incarnate comes in. They're like the heavy hitters. They're for like the big deals. Like as far as it goes in scope and sequence.
1: Right. And then if you think, and then you know, I'm sure some of you are thinking like, well, you mentioned the, the Perpetua anti monitor. anti monitor was before this time, but mm-hmm. yes, even Perpetua, they fought. They did their best, but that was like. You know, it's like, oh, my God, it's like, you know, OK, well, that guy, this this bad guy is a multiversal threat and he's kind of going universe after universe. OK, we can handle it. Perpetual was like all of them at once. and It's like, uh, uh hello? yeah. Hello. Wait, hold on. Time out. So they did their best, but it was still pretty dang good. So their members include Superman of Earth 23. That's President Superman, by the way. I know we mentioned him on our Superman episode. You got the Batman of Earth 17, and which is he's part of the he was part of the Cosmic Knights of Justice. Uh, his universe, it was a bit it was irradiated after nuclear fallout um, in like the, the early 60s. You will have the Green Lantern of Earth 20, which is Avin Sir. And he's from an Earth that every now and again has to deal with another opposing Earth. To um, you know they gotta fight them every now and again. It's like they exist briefly at the same time, so they can cross over. It's a bit weird, but it's like and like his Earth is kind of still in World War II time. Machine yeah. Head of Earth Eight, which is, is DC's, it's DC's one of DC's uh, Marvel ripoff Earths, which is fine. So this is basically DC's Iron Man, the Thunderer. From Earth-7, similar to Earth-8, but a bit different. He's basically like Thor. You got Mary Marvel from Earth-5, or Earth-S, depending on how you want to call it. So that um, that's the one where it's usually the Shazam family, because they're the only superheroes on that Earth. And then you have recently yeah. added... Oh, did you want to say something, Chris? Go ahead.
0: No, I was I was going to say that I I
1: think that Mary
0: Marvel is actually... Within that Earth, she's Batson's twin sister, correct? It's either twin sister or cousin.
1: No, so they are... Yeah, they're twin siblings separated after their parents died, and then they were both, Mm -hmm. you know, in orphanages. But even then, any time that she's introduced, she... Even in, like, Earth Prime, New, New 52, and Rebirth, Shazam, they are siblings, they're adopted yeah. siblings, but then they're also still blood siblings. So they just don't fully know it. Kind Up of one until... of those
0: confusing little bits of timeline. Well <laughs>
1: yeah, even yeah, yeah even, even then it's still like it's still canon that they, they're siblings. They exist. they're they are siblings they by blood, but they only knew that they're siblings by adoption and then they uh-huh. learned, Oh wait, we're blood we're we're blood relatives. So it's oh, like yeah. awesome. And And even then, sometimes she has some uh, different powers than Billy has because – well, not to sound sexist or anything, but it's because she is a a woman that she has some of the powers of the female gods while Billy doesn't have access to them because he's a dude. Mm I'm like, all right. Kind of of –
0: It's important to note, and it is canon, but it is a factor. Yeah. And a a point on Thunderer. If you really like Thor – Um, This is a good team to check out because Thunderer, obviously the ripoff a little bit, um, but Thunderer very much has a style all of his own and a sort of alignment all of his own as well. Um, And you get like a little bit of a different design. You know, he doesn't necessarily have sort of the God status that Thor does. He's more of a wielder of power, which puts him in a little bit of an interesting position and therefore makes his character a little bit more dynamic and interesting um so yeah if you like thor i would say check out the incarnate for sure because you're gonna see some interesting thunderer you know he he doesn't pop up a lot but where he does he makes an impression oh, I, yeah. I really like him he's a pretty a personal favorite of mine
1: yeah they had a member red racer he was from earth 36 and he he was the flash of that earth but it's funny because in his first introduction with the justice incarnate he actually holds up a comic book to President Superman, to Earth Twenty Three Superman, and it's him on the cover. And he's like, "I'm a big comic book nerd," and I and I find it so funny because it's that mean, that in a way is telling you, "Hey, on these different Earths, the other Earths could be considered comic books for them." They're like, they, "No, yeah. that's fiction. No, it's not. It it it's real," which I love I, that.
0: I love it when they do that. It's it's always an interesting sort of throw in there like I I remember when they the first time they uh I guess sort of like the first time they brought it to the screen was with Logan when he sort of he rescues Laura and he finds out that she's a comic book lover and they end up following these coordinates and that's just sort of like the overall plot for the movie I love that you know because it was it was true but at the same time you know throughout the entire movie he's in his old man Logan denial and it's just like yeah this is fiction, this is bullshit all this other crap and then ends up Sort of falling back on it, so I I love it when that sort of comic book awareness comes out. It's very very cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, and it, it's never a major plot point, but it's always like a nice little like a nice little nugget that they throw into the narrative points. That I'm just like, oh cool, this is so awesome. You know, it just sort of makes it makes my my nerd heart glow with
1: pride. It's wonderful. <laughs> You're speaking about comic books and like cartoons and stuff. Um, I love this member always whenever he shows up he is so lovable captain carrot of earth 26 <laughs> uh, earth 26 does have like you know this they do have their own justice league but it's called you know they have different names and stuff like the zoo crew captain carrot is his world superman and he is a bunny powered by a cosmic carrot you yep. know it's he's so funny and i love him and that's it.
0: There you go. That's him. <laughs> he's got the lovely cartoon physics. He needs a needs the cosmic carrot and he's essentially a sort of bunny stand-in Superman in a way if you think about it. And he's he's one of those just sort of like ridiculous characters that you just have to talk about because he doesn't necessarily force a conversation, but just like sort of his existence in itself is just like you get people who are like that is ridiculous or you get people who are like that is awesome and here's why and I love it and that's sort of like where we're at you know I remember I didn't know anything about Captain Carrot, um even having some sort of knowledge of the Justice Incarnate Captain Carrot was not on my radar and so when I was doing a little bit more research I was like oh okay like this is a thing and like knowing very little about him it's still interesting to talk about him and include him in the idea
1: yeah I love and I really want him to show up in more future stuff Oh Captain yeah, Captain agreed. Would just be amazing.
0: It's always cool to have a little bit of a cartoon representation in a fictional comic book series as well. You get you get like two halves of sort of like somewhat of a similar whole in mm-hmm. one sort of event, and it's very very cool. But yeah, maybe in the future we'll see a little bit more of that. And speaking of future, um, we are going to move on to the Justice League. Uh-huh. The future state justice league. So, this one is a little bit different. So, this justice league was formed after the original justice league disbanded due to mistrust within the ranks of the justice league. So, there was a big event where the previous league was in conflict with something that was known as White Martians. In order to end the conflict, they ended up sending the White Martians to a planet that had an environment that essentially made living for those Martians hell. Um, Aquaman was extremely against it, and it was overruled. Um, And from there, the mistrust just sort of built, and eventually the League disbanded. And so years later, um, when sort of another threat emerges, um, we get the future state. So that sort of consists of inheritors of old roles. So we get Yara Floor, who is the most recent iteration of Wonder Woman. We get Tim Fox, who is Lucius Fox's son as Batman. We get John Kent as Superman. We get Just Chambers as Flash. And we get Sojourner or Joe Mullen as Green Lantern and the leader of Future State. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly or not, um her last name at the very least. Uh but she is a great character. I just love yeah, that we have a a, a a black woman ring bearer as the leader. I think that representation is so so great.
1: It's um, it really other than you know, yeah, for, yeah, like you said, a African American female Green Lantern. It's like you know, you got John you got you got John John Stewart and you got Jessica Cruz. Uh-huh. Let's let's meet in the middle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, John, John ran so that, you know, Sojourner could fly type thing, even though they exactly. both could fly. But, you know, that's where <laughs> we're at. So um, this league was formed in response to a conflict with Darkseid and Starro. Um, I won't get too deep into that because that is Which is terrifying and, like, to about. and just like terrifying as itself and riddled with spoilers. And if you want to read about them, we'll have some issues at the end where you can check that out. Um, but actually, the League, in order to avoid the past mistakes of the previous League, implemented a charter where they weren't allowed to know each other's secret identities. They weren't allowed to visit homes. They weren't even you know, able to hang out outside of work, in air quotations, a.k.a. when they're battling threats that threaten Earth and the universe and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this charter was disbanded. When they ended up visiting Earth Omega, which is where the previous League sent the White Martians, and it got into a bit of a conflict. I'm not going to get too specific. I will hit the key points, though, which is that the League learned to trust each other once again. And so the Future State League, in order to overcome the conflict that they run into on Earth Omega, have to rely on the little bits of information that they learned about one another in their missions to succeed and win over this conflict. And from there, they disband the Charter, saying that they shouldn't know the identities and they shouldn't know each other's you know, lives and what they do outside of leaguing and stuff like that. And it ends on a relatively positive note, where they come back together, they rebuild the Halt of Heroes, and they start looking for new members to sort of keep on as uh, reserved members as well as just like permanent members. So it ends on a really nice and optimistic note, um, and frankly, the swag with the future state Justice League is
1: incredible. <laughs>
0: they all look awesome. I gotta, I gotta stress that. Like, I'm not really one for aesthetics. I know I mentioned it here and there, but holy crap, the future state League—they look so cool. It's insane. Um, and speaking. Of looking cool, we're going to move on to our last group, which will be mentioned very, very briefly because they have very few iterations, um, and that is the Justice Squad. Now, if we think about DC, what team name has the word "squad" in it? Oh, 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 hand in the back. <laughs> uh, suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad. So the Justice Squad is essentially a meshing of the Justice League as well as the Suicide Squad. So it's sort of a similar idea to Future State where they have inheritors, the actual typical roles of the Justice League. Except within this one, they are sort of villains who have taken up the mantle as heroes. So from that, we get William Cobb as Batman, who is more formally known as Talon a member of the um the name is escaping me. Help me out, so, uh, Zach. The Court of Owls. The, the, the Court of Owls. I almost said the League of Owls. And I was like, that's not right. The Court of Owls. So the super secret society that is loves assassinations and ninjas and smoke bombs and sharp-pointed things, you know? So mm-hmm. he is Batman. And then we have someone called the Fisherman as Aquaman, who is just a really weird dude. Zach and I were talking about him before this. And he is just, like... Odd. So it's human, I guess. It's a human looking body at the very least, but it's possessed by a parasite that gives him the ability to sort of have somewhat similar abilities to Aquaman, but he can also control whatever he touches. He can take over that physical vestibule, whatever he... it may be. As you know, as long as It's living. And some it, it extends to organisms at the very least, as far as yes. I understand it.
1: Fisherman used to, so yeah. So Fisherman used to be human, and then he was taken over by this parasite that made him more amphibious than yes. a normal human was. So he's like he's not Atlantean, but he's not fully human because of the parasite. And also, and I believe if I correct me if I'm wrong, every member of the Justice Squad was a villain except for their Superman because that is the clone of Yep. Superman and Lex Luthor, Con L, or the original Superboy when he first, mm-hmm. when Superman first died.
0: Yep, which is then converted to Connor Kent. So as far as the Justice Squad is considered, Connor Kent is the only one with like a true good alignment, and that comes from sort of like him wanting to fill the shoes the shoes of Superman, as well as just sort of like being a clone of the real thing. Right. Um And then as far as Flash, we have someone called Bolt. Um, who neither of us are really that familiar with. Um, we understand that she her, her powers extend somewhat similarly to the speed force and her understanding of um, traveling in between verses to some extent, um, but it, it's nothing really to spit at. Like, she's really, right. really fast. She, They're using her for her powers, and that's, like, pretty much it.
1: You're right. She also, other than other than Superboy... Or okay, it's not Superboy. Sorry, I'm gonna call him Connor. Other than Connor, um, she, you know, Connor was good, and he's trying to live up to the mm-hmm. legacy. Everybody mm-hmm. else is bad. She's like neutral. She's kind of doing it. She's like a true, in a way, a true squad member. Like she doesn't really have a choice to do this, or because yeah. if she doesn't, she's gonna die. But yeah, she has to. You know, she's like, I don't really want to do this but I'm not really fully against it. And what's also interesting for, for bolt is she actually has prosthetics below her knees. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, she's that. I mean, you could consider that a weakness if you want, but that's, yeah. I, if you think about it, no other flash to my knowledge has, has had prosthetics on their, on their legs before. So, yeah, that's
0: a good point. She it sort of makes her her own at her very least. That being said, you know, Nothing major. Um, And then if you think about the Justice League, we usually have some sort of advanced AI or an alien. And this one, we have a Martian Manhunter. However, the Martian Manhunter is Clayface. So if you're not familiar with Clayface, man who's sort of amalgam body, he's incredibly adept at disguising himself espionage, things of that nature, but he's sort of a big clay mass meshed with a human being, and so there you go. You get Clayface. Since he can take up so many different forms, he takes up the mantle of Martian Manhunter, who can also augment his physical self. So you get sort of like an interesting parallel there. And then as we move on to Wonder Woman, we get somebody called the Hypnotic Woman, who there is very, very, very little information on. Um, If you were to pull up her file... 95% of it would be redacted in thick black Sharpie ink because (laughs) not even her real name is known. Um, But it is known that at the very least she picks up the mantle of Wonder Woman and she enjoys it to an extent. You know, she's somewhat indifferent, but at the same time, she's like, okay, I'm Wonder Woman. And she's like, for now, this can work for me. Like, I can I can take up this mantle. I'm comfortable with this role. So. In a sense, she's kind of forced into it, but at the end of the day, she becomes okay with it. Um, And it's important to note that, of course, this Justice Squad was created by the one, the only, super scary, super intimidating Amanda Waller herself. And they were created to control a future version of Earth-3 against the Crime Syndicate, um, which, if you're unfamiliar with, is essentially an evil version of the Justice League. So you got Owlman, things of that nature – Um, And, of course, with any good Suicide Squad sort of aligned comic, we have a member getting killed off very, very early because they do not listen to orders. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, If you understand the characters that I explained to you and you know a little bit about the backstory, you can probably make an educated guess to figure out who it is. Um, But that being said, it's still kind of up in the air, and I don't really want to spoil that uh, because there's not a lot to them. And if I give you any information, it's going to kind of fall over like dominoes so yeah that's that that's the justice squad itself so um i don't know do you have any final thoughts before we get into reader
1: recommendations here zach i kind of want to mention because we've definitely mentioned a little bit of future state before with certain people future state is fairly new um Mm -hmm. and it was just a little small event that dc did to prepare for the infinite frontier after their semi reboot, you want to call it that they didn't restart, but going mm-hmm. forward, it's kind of like everybody kind of remembers the fact that the universe, the multiverse has cha- has, has restarted like all your histories have changed. So they're like, they know that. Um, yeah. and I will, and like people accept it, but then it's like, all right, well going forward, there's still new stuff, especially since the source wall is gone. So future state, the stories are possible futures that could happen. So by that, it's like, can they happen? Yes. Will they? Who knows? In a way that forms that forms these other Earths. Because DC changed it that it's no longer, you know, infinite Earths. It's in a way, it's almost like, you know, they're back to infinite Earths. So a lot of the infinite Earths, like Marvel does it where the timeline also makes a new earth, whether it happened already or it has happened or it will happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what they're doing. And I just think it's pretty interesting, but future state is like, all right, this could happen at this time for earth prime in this, in the, during this year or whatever, like they had a black Adams, mini black Adams story in the back of some of these issues, and it's taking place in like the eight hundred something, eight hundred something century. Like that First off, that means this man gonna live forever. But secondly, like that just shows you it's like, all right, this could happen in the thirtieth century. This could happen in the in the in the twenty fourth century. These are all possible futures. These are all possible things that could happen, and they don't all take place on the same Earth. Which is mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Which is it's that's... just
1: interesting to me.
0: That's really important to mention, too, also for sort of timeline's sake. I forgot to throw that in there. Yeah, it's, it's, they're all possibilities. And that's what makes it sort of all encompassing and gives you so many doors to open with that sort of approach. So, yeah, DC does it in an interesting way, and so does Marvel. So, you get cool different iterations of that. But yeah, let's jump into some reader recommendations here. So, For the Justice Squad, also technically a Future State comic, once again, a possibility, Um, you have Future State Suicide Squad 1 and 2. Like I said, not a lot out there, but if you can find it, it's relatively new, so it should be pretty easy to find. Um, Justice League Future State, you're going to be able to find it in Future State Justice League 1 and 2. Future State, obviously, Suicide Squad 1, Generation Shattered 1, Future State Superman Worlds of War 1 as well.
1: Yeah, I believe that one they kind of mention it or they show it, but they're not yeah, actually fully very, there.
0: Very briefly.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the Justice League, the ju- Justice League, oh, goodness. That word has been f- thrown about this whole episode. <laughs> <Justice Incarnate. laughs> it's everywhere. Oh, my God. It's bouncing off the walls. <laughs> oh, goodness. Justice Incarnate. So you can read Multiversity, which is where they first formed, Dark Knights, Death Metal, you know. Volume 1 issue 7 Dark Knight's Death Metal Rise of the New God again I apologize for these long silly titles Dark Knight's Death Metal Multiverse End Dark Knight's Death Metal The Last 52 uh War of the Multiverse um you know it's it's just again these titles are extremely long but the death the dark knight's death metal is the event what happens yeah. after it what I, what's said after is the comic book issue title but we have mm-hmm. to say the whole thing because that way you know it's connected to this event so yeah, otherwise you're going to get lost like crazy and honestly it's kind
0: of if you look at it a different way it's nice to know that DC has the forethought to put this amount of specificity in there because it really sort of helps you find exactly what you're looking for so while the titles may be long at the end of the day, if you can find what it is you're looking for, if you know what event it is you're looking for, all you need to do is look at the subtitle, and boom, you're there.
1: So Exactly. The Wonders of the World, they're actually pretty simple. You know, New 52, Earth 2, New 52, uh, Earth 2, World's End, Earth 2 Society, and a, it was kind of an event that I'm not sure that they really mentioned, they, that anybody talks about it outside of, like, Earth 2 stuff. Uh, it's called convergence. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of like different cities from the multiverse and timelines got put on a planet to be like, all right, y'all gonna f- basically fight. Whoever wins, their earth, their universe is saved. And by timeline, I meant, I a small spoiler, not true spoiler. The super, the Supergirl and the Flash of that time that they were there. We're from pre-crisis, and so when everything is trying to, when the story's trying to conclude, they're like, "All right, well, you have to go back there, but you are gonna die. So I'm sorry."
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Which I was like, "Oh, that's the extent of how of how far this this event reached." Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's just how it shakes out, you know. Yep. So moving on, we have officially reached the Justice League Dark portion. So recommendations for that. Um, Justice League Dark, obviously. You get new Justice, Justice League Dark, and you get the one that Zach and I mentioned very, very heavily, Wonder Woman and Justice League Dark, The Witching Hour. If you're going to read any of the Justice League Dark comments, find that one. Definitely get a good standing on the team itself. If you need to do some research, figure out who does what, get scopes of powers, go for it. If you want to work your way through it and then get to the witching hour, that works too. Just get to the witching hour because it's worth it. It's so, so good. It's heavily, so good. heavily, heavily recommended. Five stars, 10 out of 10, 100 out of 100. All of the awards, just like read it. I promise you will not be disappointed.
1: <laughs> and then the OG Justice League. So yes, you could be reading any any Justice League story. We're not talking about any of them because if we, if we mention them, we're going to go back – Twenty, thirty, forty years that you don't nobody has time to read all those. So the current iteration, New Fifty Two Justice League Origins. We got the Forever Evil event, which ex- extended to a couple other issue uh, stories, but you could just stick to the Justice League one and that's fine. You get that's the gist of that's most of it actually. Justice League No Justice. You got Justice League Justice League Doom War. You know it's the Justice League does a lot of stuff and the new iteration probably going to be called Justice League New Frontier has some new members one of them is actually a brand new creation that came out not that long ago who's getting her, her own TV show so that's cool Ooh-hoo. um you know so the the Justice League is like the, the pinnacle of I feel like a superhero team up for DC and I don't fully sure if Marvel or DC did it first, but you know, one of them did it. The other guys do it after, but whatever. But the justice league is like perfect example. Actually good comparison. The justice league are gods trying to be men except for Batman. Cause he's the one who is like, he truly is the guy and he's trying to keep him humble in a way. The Avengers are men trying to be gods. And then you have Thor again, being the the opposite. The literal god. Yeah, yeah the literal <laughs> god. And if they have their own uniqueness, and they have their own, uh, you know, they have their own styles, and it's just it's really fun. The Justice League, I yeah. think, is especially if it's like I don't want to go have to go read everything about Superman. I don't want to. I don't really want to read just the Batman story. I don't really really want to just read the Wonder Woman, whatever. You want to read? You want to learn about them? Read them all together.
0: Just Yeah. You get interesting dynamics in the team. You get independent motives. You get a little bit of backstabs if you're into that. Some drama every now and then.
1: You know, Justice League is sort of
0: a. It, huh?
1: I said I don't know about back. Well, if you got Lex Luthor in the team, yes. Yeah, but that's kind
0: of what I was referring to. Oh,
1: okay. Like, yeah, you know, Lex Luthor is a <laughs> like, king of backstabs, but you know. You said backstabs, and I had to. I had the weird thought of of of. <laughs> Batman trying to oh, stab everybody in the back, and then it's not oh, working. It. <laughs> so if you
0: take nothing away from this episode, remember that there isn't an I in teamwork, but there is in Justice League.
1: And with that, we'll see you guys next week.